0: Good
1: morning, Rod Squad.
2: Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him.
1: This is the Rod Peterson Show
2: hi everybody welcome to the rp show it's hour two coming at you uh, with some special broadcast info for you Uh, everybody's in a good mood because it's friday here in america we're working our way into memorial day weekend we've had a check-in friday i used to do that on my old radio show we're having a bit of a check-in friday here on game plus television Darren Moose-Dupont is with us. He is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, which is also the football capital of Canada. Uh, That is Saskatchewan. And he is a big Dallas Stars fan right now because his favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, have hit the dust. I've got some great points that I want to get to here, but the broadcast note is this. We're on Game Plus television, but only in the United States, in the 31 U.S. states. We asked, we put out a call, we set up the bat signal, ask people to write in wherever they're watching from today, and what do we get? Amarillo, Texas, Prairie City, Illinois, Redmond, Oregon, Coconut Creek, Florida. All coastal cities, interestingly enough. How about that? Uh, Brian that. Uh, in Boses, Manitoba, writes that He says, great show as always, RP Posse. Had to call an audible and switch over to YouTube. No RP show on Game Plus TV today. Not in Canada, but we do air normally on channel 1190 B Bell MTS cable. I just had a massive brain cramp right there when I said 1190 because you know why.
3: Maybe you don't. 1190 your old, your first C radio FSL. 1190
2: C FSL. I remember um, the first of a long string of bosses who gave me hell. Yeah. This guy's name was Warren Todd, and he says, you need to say it eleven ninety CFSL. Because you're saying eleven ninety CFSL. You need to enunciate the
3: CFSL.
2: So oh what do you think gosh. I did?
3: <laughs> you went full <laughs> went on the radio on, that night. Didn't you? We've
2: got your country covered, 1190 CFSL. That night. C- and was like, you night, F- Yeah. CFSL. <laughs> that was our thing in because broadcast school
4: at W.A.B. It was so much, um, not W, not W, it's W.A.B.C.
3: U. It's like, oh, my gosh. CJWW. Uh So, yeah. Huh. The people were writing in from Alberta talking about the
2: provincial election there and whether it means, however the results will dictate a new arena for the Calgary Flames or not, and I'm not getting into that. Stephen in North Dakota writes in and says, politics don't trump sports on the RP show. I agree. I learned. I learned. A lot of people didn't learn a blinking thing in the pandemic. One thing I learned was keep politics out of anything that we do. My daily commentary, my columns, my television show. Just no. Darren, if I start talking politics, punch me right <laughs> between the eyes. Bingo. Yep. Yeah. We'll take you. Out. I got a foot, football Football fan, uh, sorry, football friend down here that you didn't meet. See, I didn't even get you into that segment of my friends here in South Florida, but guy's got a good football job down here. He's in that Chris Jones posse. And uh, I'm not going to tell you which level of football he's at, but he goes, I got offered to go up and coach with the Edmonton Elks. Jones offered me this job. If I went up there for six months out of the year to make 80 grand, my wife would punch me in the effing face. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm, maybe you shouldn't do that. Oh, no. Yeah, maybe not. A marriage
3: counselor, I am not. Say what? Yeah, maybe, maybe not a good idea for him to do that. <laughs> B. Henderson.
2: Writes in, is this where we're going gonna to go, go right off the ditch here? Which I'm okay with. B. Henderson writes in and says, sounds like a pig vomit Howard Stern situation. Do you know what B. Henderson's referring to? Because I do, but do no, you know? No, I don't. That was his program director at the radio station in New York. Uh, Howard's nickname for him was pig vomit. Oh, my And gosh. Uh, the character, yeah, it's from his movie. So much of Howard Stern's career parallels with mine, really, except for the wage. But I heard him saying one time on the radio how he used to fight with his bosses all the time. And I had the same fights. And I'll give you an example. Howard said the general manager of the radio station, one of the ones he worked at, said, how come the newspaper wants to interview interview you all the time? How come you are getting these opportunities to do this? I run this place.
3: I used to get that stuff all the time.
2: And I would usually just sit. I'm sure Howard didn't say anything to him. Maybe he did, but I'm kind of at a point now where I'm not going to sit there and take it anymore because the general managers of the radio stations where I've worked... How come you get to do this? How come they're asking you to do that?
3: I'm like, you already make all the money. You need the pub too?
2: Because that's what I was thinking.
3: <laughs> but I didn't say it. I'm like, I don't know. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> yeah. Meh. They asked. Well, there's that too. Jeff the Stams fan
2: says by the way Rod I just had my hearing checked I'm in the top 99%. Good for you because I'm half deaf. I at your age, congrats. From having headphones in my ear my entire life. Kevin the Mediums checked in and says I just real, Kevin the Medium says I just realized I didn't check in this morning. Good morning, RP peeps from beautiful Airdrie, Alberta. It is beautiful. But that's the th- I can't I can't do it anymore. Those bosses, they make all the money and they want to have their ass yeah. kissed too. I'm like, you can't, you got to pick one. We get to do the fun things, but you're paying me minimum wage. So what do you want? Because you can't have both. That conversation's coming. I think that's why I'm sitting here right now.
3: Anyways,
2: <laughs> Wayne of Victoria, BC says, please don't talk politics, Rod. Thanks for saying that. No, I ain't going to do that. I am not going to do that. But I will say this before we jump back into the football because I got some cool things to get to here. I would say it's been a pretty cool year. It's been a pretty cool run the last year and a half, two years. And a a highlight of it was hanging out with Tom Cochran. I don't think you were in Calgary at that time. Were you with the show?
4: Not at that moment. I missed the Tom Cochran hangout.
2: Well, no regrets. And... Yeah, um, just hanging out with Tom Cochran. Need I say more? I mean, we could sit and talk about what we talked about, but I was in awe, and he could tell I was in awe, and it kind of made him uncomfortable because he was like, I'm just a normal dude, and he was just a normal dude. I thanked him for everything that he's done and being kind of the soundtrack to my life in a way with a career in sports, and he's like, I get it. A swerve in Calgary says, yep, being an unruly slave is slash was my forte. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says bosses should be the most ridiculed individuals in any organization. Well, usually they are behind their back. But I kind of had enough of biting my tongue. I just can't anymore. Again, you make all the money.
3: You need all this, you want to come hang out with Tom Cochran? God, I don't think he'd like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I should just yeah. stop.
2: Um, <laughs> so, I meant to get this, two things. I didn't see what the new NFL kickoff rules are. And we'll get back around to the CFL in a second, but we, we, did, we covered that a lot. We played the CFL pick'em for the preseason games this weekend. We did that. All right. I have more CFL topics, but Andy Reid, the Super Bowl champion Chiefs coach, has criticized the new NFL kickoff rules. Now, were these just proposed? Do you know? Or have they, in fact, changed the NFL kickoff rules? I'm not sure. I Do believe you know? they've
4: changed the NFL kickoff rule. Any fair catch now um, puts the ball at the 25-yard line. So even if you fair catch it outside the end zone, you'll get the ball at the 25-yard line regardless. So on the kickoffs, there's no high kick coming down to the five-yard line anymore, prompting
3: a return. You can fair catch it, and I believe that's the biggest change. Is that what he's upset about? I think so. It's, okay. It's, I think, part, I think yeah. part of it is, the big, the big part of it is that
4: it's really starting to, and it's another big step in eliminating kickoff returns and the special teams part of the game. We know it's so high-violent and high uh, collisions um, on special teams, but we're taking that away now. And this is just going to lead to more fair catches, more kicks through the end zone, less returns, less return touchdowns. And he's got a pretty good returner too. So I can see why he'd be upset.
2: Well, yeah, but I watched the XFL championship and they have their rule, which they had from the initial inclination, uh, incarnation of the XFL, where the uh, two lines are 10 yards off each other within 10 yards of the returner. It's, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll never get it. So there's no point explaining it. But I don't know why the NFL doesn't go to that. Nobody gets hurt. They at least have returns. Everybody's happy. All I can think of, it's not their idea, so they don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan says, the NFL just hates returns. Don't they? Clearly they do. From Bombers 1985. No, thank you, Jen. Jen has pointed out it's 1111 Mountain, 111 Eastern. Take a moment, Moose, and visualize, and everybody for that matter, Beautiful. a positive outcome. The outcome that you'd like to see of the current struggle you're in. I've done it, and it works. Anyways, Bombers 1985, I'm guessing is watching in Winnipeg, says the NFL has totally taken special teams out of the game. Well, and this Jeff, the Stamps fan, we're here for an all-inclusive discussion here today, so I'm not going to fight with anything that anybody says, particularly him. He said, XFL kicking rules are so gimmicky. Well, you go against the, he's the staunch football guy, Jeff, the Stamps fan. I feel like he played the game we kind of need to change things up here we're going to change them for player safety blah 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 blah. I don't want to get into that what I wanted to get into is Andy Reid beating the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl last year do you remember going into the Super Bowl in Arizona that was one of the major storylines the Kelsey brothers playing against each other and Various things, and obviously Jalen Hurts, the Hurts locker, which he ended up getting paid out of it despite losing, as you know. But all-time sports, I don't know what you would call it, sticking it where the sun don't shine. But that's one of them. Was it 13 years ago, Andy Reid was fired by the Philadelphia Eagles and then to face him in the Super Bowl and beat their ass? I bet you Andy Reid has slept like a dead person all winter just feeling so good what's another example of somebody jamming it down somebody else's throat after the fact because there are a lot but you'd have to sit down and you'd have to really sit down and think about it like for instance if Paul Maurice and the Florida Panthers were to beat the Winnipeg Jets in the Stanley Cup final yeah that's kind
3: of what you're dealing with with Andy Reid and the Eagles somebody tell me could be any league. And I
2: know well, I'm, I'm you know, really dropping that out, but that, 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 that just came to me when I was going to the bathroom in the break. So I got to <laughs> put some thought into it, that.
4: It's a great question. Um, not quite the same, but close as Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl after going to Tampa. You know, in that Tom versus Bill debate, it wasn't against the Patriots, so it's not quite the same. Um, right. But there's a little of that. He stuck it to, he stuck it to Bill, really, by winning a Super Bowl without him right away. So there's that. Um, There's got to be more, too.
2: I'm sorry. My mind's drifting. It happens this time of day, as you know. And great answer, by the way. But the only way would be for Tom to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's what Andy Reid did. It was a major accomplishment to do that, and it was the same owner. Was it Jeffrey Luria? Is the owner of the same guy that fired him, he beat his ass in the Super Bowl. I can't even imagine how great that felt for Andy Reid. How but I want to, two quick things. Hmm? Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, B. Henderson says, no, Pomo only had a problem with the players, not the team. Sorry, brah. I got to disagree there. Paul Maurice wanted to quit coaching after Winnipeg, period. He never wanted to coach again. And by the way, the team didn't back him. He's the one that left. So don't tell me Paul Maurice doesn't have a problem with the Winnipeg Jets. Please. That's one. And two, think about this in the break. Might have to get Clark's Google fingers ready. A couple weeks ago, we had what's the most, the question, what's the most iconic photo in the NHL's history? I came upon Ken Dryden leaning on his stick. That was with audience help. Yours was what? Refresh Gretzky's my memory. last game.: Gretzky's last crowd, game right in New crowd. York. Yep. right? And I promised, and then I forgot, so I'm doing it today. What's the most iconic Canadian Football League photo
3: of all time? Ooh, Think about that. Stop. Clark! <laughs> How about that?: he Thank goodness, Mike's not on the air photo. <laughs> No kidding. <laughs> Google that one, Clark. Sheesh. Now, I, now I'm rattled.
2: <laughs> we'll be right back. Take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Will we take a break? We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television. USA only today. W-Q-E-E in Atlanta. Podcast and streaming.
1: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now.
2: Fridays are reserved for football, and that's what we do here on the RP Show. Boy, we got some great uh, responses have come in. I'll read them. I'll read them before we bring the moose back in. And I said, what was the most iconic photo in Canadian Football League history? People are, are picking on to that. I like it. Even though we're not on the air in Canada today on Game Plus, but USA only. Thank you for picking it up on the streams y'all. Sean in Vancouver writes in, he says, Tony Gabriel's catch in 1976. My dad still gets worked up about that one. Happy Football Friday, Rod Squad. I got a story about that. We can bring the moose in. Um, When I was sitting in the press box the other night with Jeff Chickren, literally, that's like the most iconic video in CFL history. Jeff Chickren goes, I was watching, I was 10. Like he was catching it. (laughs) The way he told that story, it was so demonstrative.
3: Sean. Uh-oh. What the heck? What? Sean in Saskatoon. This isn't...
2: I don't understand it. He goes, hey, it's Sean Cozen here. I'm a lifelong Riders fan, but today it comes to an end. I'm sick of those sorry-ass losers. Oh, <laughs> no. He goes, Regina, baby. I don't Spicy. know what he's talking about. Clark, do you want to go? What the hell is this guy talking about? Would you mind going into the phone? 902-518-3033. Clark, what the hell's got into this guy? Um, Steven in North Dakota says 2009 Grey Cup, 13th man. We don't need to go there. We all know what happened there. Uh, mine. Okay. Pause. I feel like this could take up the whole segment, so I stop. You have some Memorial Cup news, you said?
4: Oh, yeah, completely unrelated, if you wanted to go there. Um, and to give you a little taste on Peterborough, I didn't know this. So, Owen Beck, who was Team Canada World Juniors, he plays for Peterborough. Um, so does Brennan mm. Othman uh, for the Peets. But Owen Beck got a two-game suspension in the OHL Finals. He served one of those two games, still has one game left, but the suspension's been lifted. He's going to get to play in, in the uh, Peets' first game. Of the memorial cup because nhl discipline takes over all disciplinary measures for the memorial cup they reviewed it decided he could only only it to serve one game so owen beck's gonna play and a name you'd be familiar with with the peets
2: why does this stuff jar in my mind and we it is a football friday it's an interesting that you said that but I don't know
3: if I'll ever be that fan.
2: I'd have to quit sports entirely, wait 10 years, and then try and get back into it, because I know too much. And it's like, why do people, why do we talk about these things? Because they just make up the rules as they go along. Point being, 1998 Memorial Cup. Perry Shockey might, well, he normally would be watching right now, but we're not on in Lethbridge today, but because Brian Maxwell was suspended, the head coach and GM of the Hurricanes, all year for assaulting a referee. I was there. That might be the title of my book, my next book. I was there. (laughs) Anyways, I was there when he assaulted, allegedly, the referee. Shocks comes in and coaches Lethbridge the whole next year to a WHL championship and the Memorial Cup final.
3: And the, whoever decides, yeah, Maxi can come back and coach for the final. Shox is like, what? He coached <laughs> all year, the whole tournament. And then they're like, yeah, Maxi served his suspension. Who does that? And they lost. And they lost. <laughs> Shox, you know what? That gives a guy PTSD. Well, you Anyways. wouldn't be able to rest in the grave
2: no, with that I know. on your conscience. I'd have to go back and look.
3: I think they lost to Ottawa. I'm pretty sure they lost to Ottawa. Hmm. Okay. Back on point from Arlen Bruce. Again,
2: I was there. The reason I say that was because the other night when Jeff Chickren was talking about the 2004 Great Cup and taking his son Jacob, who's now a defenseman for the Ottawa Senators, he goes, I took him to the 2004 Great Cup. I said, BC, Toronto, I was there. (laughs) There's so many of these instances. I was there. I was at everything. That was where Wally Buono outsmarted himself. And you historians try to remember, refresh my memory because it was 20 years ago, but I believe... Casey Printers had the great year and got the BC Lions to the Grey Cup, ended up being named MVP of the league, but Wally started Dave Dickinson in that Grey Cup because Dave was his guy, and they lost. Arlen Bruce, help me out. Do I have that right? AB3 writes in and says two things, RP. One, Tom Brady bought stakes in the Vegas Raiders and a an WNBA team in Vegas, and two, Aaron Rodgers sat out of OTAs with a strained calf. Should the Jets be concerned? Obviously not, but I appreciate you, A.B., chiming in. No. No. Have, okay, can we institute? We're not going to talk about hockey discipline, particularly the NHL, and we're not going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and his drama queen penchant. He's a drama queen. Tired of him. Who was the football guy that we, Oh, Ryan Getzlaff. Getz. I didn't have him on the air, but he said when we did that banquet together last month in Pent Sask, he goes, I'm a Packers fan, but I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers. I'm sick of glad he's gone. Bring on Jordan Love. Like Aaron Rodgers, go. And, and it must be a quarterback thing because Tom likes the drama too. Will he or won't he? And that's the other thing about eating crap. You know, what's the all-time greatest sports? shoving it where the sun don't shine? I'm kind of building mine, but I'll tell you right now as I'm talking to you, Tom Brady tried to buy the Montreal Alouettes. To my source, and you know who that source is, I'll swear on my mother's grave that my source told me that, whom I trust, and he's a Florida football guy who would know. A friend of Tom Brady's. But whatever, everybody says, Rod's nuts. Rod doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm used to it. Anyways, to the CFL's most iconic photo, everybody wants to know what Clark said, and we literally, what he said in my ear. I can't. I can't. It's funny, but I (laughs) can't. Can you look up the 1989 photo Clark will throw it up? This is my vote for the... Off the top of my head, this is the best photo but Nelson, our VP of STEM events, says the most iconic CFL photo, Elliot Trudeau doing the kickoff at the Grey Cup. That's a good one, but I can't vote for a Trudeau. Shane Melanson <laughs> says Dave Ridgway, the kick from 1989 Grey Cup. That would be mine right now. For absence of thinking of anything else, I need some ideas. Glenn in... Medicine hats is the picture of Dave Fleming of the Hamilton Tiger Cats clearly stepping out of bounds during the 1972 Grey Cup against Saskatchewan. The pre video review era. See, that's the interesting thing is. Okay, thanks. That's the interesting thing is uh, he was out of bounds. It wasn't even close. I saw it. That's the kick. I think certainly for me, yeah, looks even better now that I looked at it in person. It looks even better.
3: Yeah, I think that's it. The size of the thighs on Ridgeway, by the way. Um, from Paul Jefferson, he says, Is there a. From Paul Jefferson, that made me laugh out
2: loud. Ceremonial Great Cup kickoff. And he squibbed it. <laughs> Didn't he mean to
3: squib it? Trudeau? What a maroon. I'm sorry, did you come up with one? Yeah, you got to remember when you're thinking of
4: these, and I'm glad you put the Ridgeway photo up because that's an iconic photo. I've seen that photo before. We got to think of the photo, not the moment, right? Because a lot of the moments we were, in our minds, we're seeing the video of it. The first photo that came to mind for me was the photo after the Grey Cup. It was uh, the uh, Doug Flutie had won it with Toronto. And he's holding the Grey Cup and the confetti's coming down. I think he had the turtleneck on. Is that what he
3: wore? For me, that's the photo that stands <coughs> out to me. From the audience, some good ones.
2: (laughs) Jeff, the Stamps fan says he can't think of any that aren't aren't Stampeder's photos, and the audience has asked him to please step outside his Stampeder's bubble. Have you realized he just can't? (laughs) Darren and I talk about this all the time. He can't step out of his bubble because he doesn't want to step out of his bubble, but I've accepted that. And we accept him anyways. He can't see anything. There's a lot of people like that. I don't know what the term of it is because I'm not a psychologist. But it's an issue that Jeff the Stamps fan has. He can't see outside anything Stamps-related,
3: CFL-related. It's cool. He just can't put any stock in things that he says. Ryder fans are the same.
2: Uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says Rocco Romano on the horse holding the Grey Cup in 1998. Absolutely. I remember it. I don't know if you do, Darren. From WQEE, Ryan O'Radio. He says, FYI, a little hockey news. Fight legends Mike Tyson, Ric Flair join Ty Domi, supporting the Stars at game four. Uh, yeah, I got this. I got to go back and check my phone here. You know Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame? Folks, you will see yes. him. Within a couple of weeks, handing out the Stanley Cup. He's one of the guys. You all know F- Phil Pritchard because of his hair. But you need to meet Craig, too, because they're brothers in arms, those two. <laughs> He's in Dallas. And Craig writes me and goes, Florida has Rod Peterson. Here in Dallas, we have Mike Tyson and Rick Blair. I texted him back. You win. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Craig from the Hockey Fame. We'll be seeing him soon. Yes. Uh, regarding, regarding the 2004 Grey Cup, AB says absolutely correct, 100%. Wally screwed it up. Wally outthought himself. Uh, Outfunk himself, as they say. Kevin in uh, Kevin the Medium says it has to be Lou kicking the winning pick. I'm sure he meant kick, 1994 Great Cup. was awesome, 1994 Great Cup. I watched it in Prince Albert in my living room. Canada versus USA, BC versus Baltimore. Down with those dastardly Americans. Game-winning field goal off the foot of Lou Pasaglia, or as Brian Hall called him, Lou Pasaglia. Right through the uprights and in the video, if you go back and watch it, there was a Canadian flag waving right between the uprights. This is universe cool. stuff, you know? From Bombers 1985, he says, Milt Stegall, after he broke the all-time touchdown record.
3: Milt Stegall, touchdown Regal!
2: Who doesn't remember that? I think Milt Stegall should be remembered for this. The Winnipeg Hooters is on Milt Stegall way. How about that? That's what I want to be. That's, That's what I want to be remembered stuff, for. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, from Wayne in BC, maybe I would pick the picture of people pulling the head of someone out of the mud in the mud bowl. From Jeff in Winnipeg, he says, Angelo Mosca, bleeding forehead while getting the gray cup. From Arlen Bruce III, he says, Rocket Ishmael. Which one? Him winning the Grey Cup or being signed to a million dollars? First ever million-dollar player in the Canadian Football
3: League was one. Ragib Ishmael. In 2004, DA, uh, whatever, I can't. Musa, are we going to see you in overtime? I'll be back.
2: Okay. We will return in a moment. Maybe Craig Smith, iconic football guy, two-time great cup champion, will have some thoughts on this. The most iconic CFL photo of all time. What is it? Let us know. We'll be back in a moment. Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio in Atlanta,
1: podcast and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe, click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today.
6: Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just 9 dollars Landmark Extras Movie Club. Every movie, every ticket, just 9 dollars Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast X, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, The Flash, Oppenheimer, The Little Mermaid, Barbie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, The Meg 2, and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yep, just $9.99. Get all the movies, get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie
2: Club.
1: For movie lovers.
2: Gorgeous day in South Florida. They all are. But it's a football Friday, and I just want to clarify as ahead of we bring in our head scout, Craig Smith. Uh, Randy Nichols watching in beautiful Cochrane, Alberta. Randy Nichols, longtime TV guy and restaurateur, He says, our question was, in case anybody missed it, what's the most iconic photo ever taken in CFL history? Randy says... On the 902 line, CFL's biggest moment from my perspective would be the fumble from Leon McQuay in the 1971 Grey Cup letting the Stamps win over the Argos, 14-11. Joe Theismann was quarterback for Toronto. That probably was, but is there a great photo of it? I can't, it didn't immediately come to mind. There are some great photos. Is there a photo of that? We're talking about the best photo, like Ken Dryden leaning on his stick, like Bobby Orr flying through the air. Craig Smith has to, two-time Grey Cup champion. The guy has seen this continent from ear to ear. Hey, Smitty, welcome. You're looking very pensive and thoughtful. Have you come to a decision yeah. on this?
7: Well, you know, as soon as I heard what you were talking about, the very first thing that I thought about was the kick. I was in the stands, and I, you know, just, I'm sure you were as well, and uh, watched that. It was one of the best Grey Cup games that, that we've ever had, Tony champion's catch, and, and then they drove down. They had to, you know, make some important first downs to get the ball down after the field goal range, and that was incredible. And of course, how many years was it that uh, Saskatchewan hadn't won? It, it was way back. Was it uh, 66 to 89? Yeah. So it, I mean, it was, it was it was pretty special, and that was uh, that was quite the quite the play, quite the picture.
2: It's hilarious. It's hilarious you say that. I guess I'm not as old as some people think because Bob Poley asked me if I was on the plane home from that game with the team. I'm like, Bob, I was in high school. I was in my cousin's basement of her farmhouse, Nancy, watching the game. I was in grade 10. Uh, grade Whatever. So, yeah, the kick is getting a lot of votes, and uh, trust me, I get it. Smitty, as we really get into the CFL preseason here this weekend, what uh, what are you going to be watching for in your mind?
7: Well, uh, you know, just like I would... Normally, I, I like watching the new guys and see how the new guys do. It, it's different, you know, the, especially the first games because, uh, you know, they're playing a lot of players. They're not playing their starters. Uh, you just want to see guys who are in there. And, like, last weekend, I you know, I, I looked and uh, I, I made a bunch of notes with regards to, uh, you know, players and stuff like that. and. Saw some, you know, some good, uh, good young kids. Saw some, you know, Calgary's running back. You know, he. I mean, the the kid is, is just phenomenal. Um, The uh, the, I can't think of the name now, right now, but, uh, uh, but he is, uh, he is something special. So, that's what I would look at. I look at a lot of, uh, again, you know, players. I'm always looking at players, and uh, it's, it's kind of funny. I can't watch a game like a normal person anymore i'm always watching something like how's the left tackle how's the quarterback how's his accuracy all these different types of things and but i don't care i mean that's what i've done for 20 years and and um um, you know so i I, I, and i'm really happy that they're streaming really disappoints me that they didn't um televise more they said that they were going to do four and, and then all of a sudden they dropped two of them and i'm thinking why are you doing that what's what's the deal they are streaming them and I didn't mind the stream last week it, for me it was easy to get on and uh, you know watched it it was like I've been streaming a lot you know with regard to I, I, I got the first two games of the, uh, the uh, Ice uh, Thunderbird uh, series uh, you know paid for that and it, it streamed and same with uh, you know obviously uh, Goops and, and the uh, um, Canada West uh, I got that so I mean I've been streaming a fair bit and you know, I mean, it's it's not like a regular TSN production where you get all the different cameras, but at least you're getting to see. You're getting to see. And they do have a wide, wide uh, angle, so you get to see a fair bit. It's a lot tougher to watch defense, you know. Um, I, and I'm an offensive guy, so I get to I watch a lot of the offense. And, and uh, you know, it's uh, – it, it, Kadeem Carey is the guy. <laughs> just came to me. But, uh, yeah, so uh, obviously uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be – Tomorrow's gonna tonight. Obviously, it's gonna be on TV. Tomorrow, it's bang, bang, bang. It's uh, yeah, three games, and and you know, I've been around the league for 20 years. I've, I've got a lot of friends all over the place, and a lot of coaches that uh, that I'm looking, uh, you know, to uh, <laughs> looking to, to so they can have some success. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what what's going on. First, this first week is a little different. Next week, it'll be a little better, and then bang, we get into the, sure. Season.
2: Well, I got a question for you. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, the Stams fan, by the way, he says Dedrick or Dedrick Mills might be the running back. He's a good one. Uh, and he says, mm-hmm. no, the, he says, Stampeders running game will be epic in 2023. Call me a biased homer if you want. Jeff, you're a biased homer. Well, but Smitty, because you've been with so many teams, let me ask you this. How much do they care about winning
7: at all? Well, in the preseason, you know, you know, you always want to win. But you want to win with the guys that you want to look at, and uh, if you remember uh, a preseason game um, where we had O'Sullivan as the quarterback, and then we had Bomba as a receiver, and he threw that pass into the end zone. And, you know, he he made a play, and that was fantastic. And but we were looking at players, and you're, that's what you, that's what you're doing. I mean, you gotta you have to look at the players that you brought in to see, and that's the sad part about the CFL is. Man, well, just look—the two teams that just played on Monday—they had a week of training camp, and then bam, they're into it. So it's very difficult for uh, rookies to uh, to do anything to make an impression and to make the club. And then if you get hurt, you're done. But uh, yeah, you know, you're you're trying to evaluate talent. You're trying to look at players uh, in your scheme and, and see how they fit and. Do they have what you thought that they had when you looked at their film and, or you worked them out and all that thing? So, I mean, it's, it's nice to win, and, but uh, I don't think any coach is going to, oh, we lost, but you know what? we got to look at guys, and now we can make decisions and take it from there.
2: Well, they say, too, being hurt is about you won't have a chance to make the team know. What if you throw four interceptions? You're probably done or fumble the ball. Yeah. I just remember. There's got to be some cases where a guy, no matter what he does, has made the team. I've seen that happen before. Ricky Collins with the 2016 Rough Riders comes to mind. Is there some guys, hot shot American rookies, or even Canadian rookies for that matter, Smitty, that he's making the team no matter what he does in the preseason?
7: I think so. I think so. You know, I think especially, you know, the Canadian college draft kids that come in, as long as the, um, the thought process is, we're not going to send them back, we're going to keep them, you know, he, you know, essentially, those guys. Like, you think about when we drafted Ben Heenan. Heenan yeah, you know, he he wasn't going. He wasn't going anywhere. You know, so guys like that. I think that that, that certainly is a possibility. You know, where guys will stick, and uh, you know they'll be there. And <laughs> you'll give guys that that uh, even if some of the Americans that come up. You're very very high on. You'll give them a lot of opportunities to uh, to so-called screw up. Um, you know, uh, and uh, but uh, give them the opportunity, and you're high on them, like I said. and Let them do get reps and all that kind of stuff, and it's just training camp is so interesting because it's it's so intense. The practices, uh, there's so many different things, a lot of film to look at, a lot of evaluation, and uh, and then you, you combine it all, and then the day before you got to cut down, and that's a horrible day. I, I, first time I ever cut cut a player, and he cried and make me feel very good but you know i mean that's that's the reality of the business
2: a quick one a real quick one we have less than a minute who's going to be in the gray cups Mitty?
7: tim horton's field well i, in November. I, I would say winnipeg and everybody all the other teams are, are going to be screaming and, and texting and saying what are you talking about but i think winnipeg and <laughs> yeah the east oh, man i you know i've been looking at the rosters and that's a tough. That's really tough. I mean, Hamilton. Yeah, there's so many different things that'll go into it. How is Bo Levi gonna do? You know, they've got they've got a they've got a, a solid team. They've got they got Butler there as a running back, running game, and you know how much I love that running game. Championship teams that I've been on, we've all had really good running attacks. That's why Jeff, the Stamps fan, he makes a good point with the, the, Kadim Carey is probably one of the best running backs. I mean, they got a shot. Everybody's got a shot right now, but how can you go against the bombers with those receivers that they have? And they brought in and guys took pay cuts to come. Like uh, I was shocked because Bailey, Bailey signed, and I was told by uh, uh, yeah. somebody that you know he was going to he wasn't <laughs> coming back. So, but
2: he came back. I apologize, but we got we got to, we got a run. We had less than a minute. <laughs> I just wanted two teams, <laughs> but that's it. So yeah. many, thank you, appreciate it we got to come back for overtime right after this in a sports update, too. The Moose will rejoin. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, podcast, and
1: streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: it's overtime presented by the four season sports palace your home for the ufc and the stanley cup playoffs and just before we bring the moose in a sports update uh after a thrilling west conference finals decided last weekend the defending champion colorado mammoth is taking on the east champs the buffalo bandits for the nll cup national lacrosse league for the second year in a row buffalo is in their third straight finals appearance looking to redeem their finals lost to the mammoth last season game one saturday night it's on espnu and tsn main network game one game two monday night espn2 and tsn and game three if necessary is next saturday june 3rd espn plus And TSN, best of three, NLL championship begins Saturday night. Colorado Buffalo for the second straight year. Sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters June 9th. Transformer, Rise of the Beasts. Okay, the Moose is here. We did have a little talk this morning uh, with our friend Eric at Brooklyn Water Bagel, the place we brought you, Moose. We talked about how nice it would be to have a national lacrosse league team here in South Florida. Oh, my God. Do you, As a guy that you have worked in the NLL, do you think it would work?
4: Yeah, why not? It's working in San Diego, I believe, right? Um, And that's a great market. I think when you can get destinations like that, it's going to create great road trips, and um, the players are going to love it. Um, Again, no matter where you are in North America, the travel's not really too big of an issue. It really isn't. Guys are flying in. They're crisscrossing the country anyways. So I think the more you can be in premier markets like... You know, the Miami area would be great. You're in San Diego. You're in Vegas now. you got the New York area, Toronto, Vancouver. you got all these major cities. It would make sense to be
2: in South Florida. Uh, Yeah, and that's the thing. You just talk about the major cities. Like, there was a time, I know for a fact, that our, well, my hometown, Regina, was looking at an NLL expansion franchise, and the league actually considered it for a minute, and then now they're not. And now it's, as you say, Vegas, San Diego, Philadelphia at the time, Fort Worth. Yeah. And I think here, FLA Live Arena, home of the Panthers, they got tons of room, tons of dates. I think it could happen. Let's make it happen. Phoenix could have it happen, too. But you have to understand something, folks. In life, there's a wave. It's a parallel. When you try to ride that wave, you need to get on that wave. Because eventually that wave is going to peter up. You need to get on the wave. The window does not stay open forever. And uh, Regina and the ownership of the Pats missed the window. They gone. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, had a question for Smitty. We'll try to answer it if we can. He said, does one play make or break guys given the preseason or generally does a lot need to go wrong? And Jeff, the Stamps fan, tried, uh, did a good job of answering that. He said, Yelsa, uh, said." Nelson, yes. Jeff Garcia, 1994, made the Calgary Stampeders based on the final drive of the last preseason game in BC Place. They were ready to cut him until that. And that's a fact. That's what's fun about sports. That's what particularly is fun about the Canadian Football League. Stories like this. And Roy Shivers talked about that story a lot because Roy went from Calgary to us in Saskatchewan in 2000, and he would sit and say, yeah, we were going to cut Garcia to that last drive. We're going to cut his ass. Send him home. He ends up making the team and goes on to stardom, you know. So that's what's exciting about this weekend, man. And if, if you don't get it, you're never going to get it. I don't feel like you could explain that to somebody, Darren.
4: No, really tough. When you're sitting around the boardroom table going through your cuts and you're convincing guys, you know, why this guy should be in, why I think we should cut that guy. You know, it's all about what do you remember about the players. And we can look at the numbers and say, well, he's caught 80% of his passes. Well, he did this, and I, I see my charts and everything. But if my memory is of a drop, and that's what I think about with that receiver, I probably am not thinking about keeping him. If it's a big play or a big catch, and that's what comes to mind, I'll probably think a little more favorably. So little plays here and there really do matter.
2: By the way, we should update the poll question before we bid everybody adieu heading into Memorial Day weekend. The poll question for Key Auto Group. The all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion and urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure. Order yours today at keyyorktonkia.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage movement that inspires Will Antonio Brown ever play in the NFL again? 92% 92 saying, no, he done. And the reason we, uh, 75 on YouTube, Park tells me, saying, no, Antonio Brown's done. Why are we even talking about it? It's because he's going to suit up this weekend for the Albany Empire in the National Arena Football League, if that's what it is. The NAFL, or the NIFL, the National Indoor Football League. I'm not sure which one it is, but at least we're talking about them. That's why they do these sort of pub uh, stunts, these gimmicky things. By the way, I should mention, Darren, before we go any further. Folks heading into the weekend, Woody's RV World presents the Summer Football Road Trip. Come join us in Calgary, Saskatchewan, at Calgary CFL action, June 24th. Bus trip presented by Engelheim and Woody's RV World. And if you purchase an RV in the next month at Woody's RV, world, any one of their locations, they'll do a BOGO trip for you. All you got to do is buy one ticket, and this trip now, stopping in Saskatoon to pick up rider fans there, uh, you can message us for more information or go to rodpeterson.com. We've been talking about it for a few weeks now, so all the details are there. Moose, any final thoughts? The floor is yours.
4: Roland rivers, baby. He's my guy going into the weekend. Rolling, and that song?
2: Rolling, yeah. rolling oh, yeah. down the rivers. Well, that's another show. Kurt Warner put the uh, Arena Football League on the map. Iowa Barnstormers, right? Who was Kurt Warner? Bagging groceries until John Gregory and the Iowa Barnstormers found him and put him. All these stories are great. We've just given you a reason to watch the CFL this weekend. CFL, you're welcome. Thanks, Moose. Thank you. Stay safe out there, for God's sakes. Enjoy Moose Jaw. We'll see you Monday,
3: noon Eastern.
2: Who has more fun than us?